0: Good afternoon everybody welcome to the show this is back to the window with scott and scott i am half the scots i'm scott steen lead handicapper at winners and and i'm
1: a co-host scott rochelle senior handicapper over winners and winers.com
0: we get together every day monday through friday 2 p.m central 3 p.m eastern time try to guide you in that journey to head back to the window scott you feel any different just max wagers network do you feel less winner and winery today
1: no, I feel more max wagers to be honest. Yeah, I, I feel you. I feel has your you. unit size increased as we made this transition?
0: Uh, I'm I'm close to max wagers now, buddy. Okay,
1: I'm close, like seventy five percent max. Wagers. Yeah,
0: yeah, I've got to leave. i got to leave a little something before I hit it to the pegs. But yeah, it's good to be here. Thanks everybody for joining us. Andrew says, Studio B. That's right, over here in Studio B, man. Uh, JC Stone says, Are we are we in the max wagers room? Yes. Rises one group hug. Oh, very nice. JC G money. What up G money. Good to see you. Let's make some money. I'm all about it. Joan ah, happy Monday to you, Joan. Good to see you. Um, Scott, I know your Belmont didn't go maximally. It, it, you had too many max waiters there. Uh, how'd the rest of your weekend go?
1: Overall it was fine. Uh, the UFC fight killed me, uh, because I had Yuri by knockout and to by submission I had about 30 chances apiece, and we're going to talk about the results of that match in a little while, but it didn't go too well for me. Yes. Uh, Besides that, NASCAR show, I know that we kind of grade things differently, but the way that I grade them, I made 1.66 units, so I had a nice NASCAR day. Uh, Besides that, no, we're just looking forward to some NBA Finals action. The Rangers lost, so other New York fans can get off my back, which is great. And yeah, overall, can't fully complain. Uh, I still had fun at the Belmont. It was actually kind of funny because I basically broke even because I prepared for Belmont by betting on a random race in Gulfstream. Yeah. And I won. Okay. So I basically just took the winnings from that and just shelled it out to lose in Belmont.
0: Ah, keeping so. it in the home state. Very good. There you go. GR Black-, Black says, like Cedric the Entertainer said, you guys going to the moon. I'm going to the moon. Follow the great Scots everywhere. Love it. Love it. You know what? I, uh, I ran into Cedric the Entertainer. I did a contest in St. Louis. He's a St. Louis guy. And it was uh, it was one of these things where you did it in a, in a uh, theater, and you did it like at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. You were just trying to audition for the finals. So it's an audience of all fucking comics. It is the absolute worst crowd, time, surroundings you could ever, ever think of. And Cedric the Entertainer took the stage, and fuck, he made everybody laugh. He made everybody... Because, you know, comics... They'll sit in a crowd, they'll see something funny, and they'll turn to their guy, they sitting next to him and go, that's funny. But very rarely will they laugh out loud. And Cedric the Entertainer was fucking laugh out loud funny. He did a Keith Jackson impression. Remember Keith Jackson? Hello, everybody. Yeah. Keith Jackson. And he did it, and he, and he did it, and he talked about Granddaddy the— Granddaddy of them all. Right. And he talked about the, you know, when you're out there eating cracker, you got to have a ha-ho. Everything tastes better on a ha-ho. And I'll, fucking, I'll never forget that to this day. So Cedric the Entertainer, good guy, funny guy. Nice reference, Jr. Black. All right, very. I heard big. he's an entertainer. He is. Uh, by the way, he made the finals. I did
1: not. So, again, tough crowd. I blame it on the crowd because he made the finals. Of course, he was the temporary host of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. <laughs> Skip everything in between. Uh, you know, that's how it went. <laughs> good
0: times, good times indeed. James Mounts is here. Andrew's here. Big X in the house. So yeah, there was a uh, a lot of funky stuff that went on, man. Um, not just not just us moving to the Max Wagers Network. By the way. Don't forget while you're here at the Max Wagers Network, hit that like button. If you haven't subscribed yet, if you haven't, if you haven't, if you're just still dating, if you haven't made that commitment to the Max Wagers Network, it's time to put a ring on it. That's what I'm saying to you. Make sure you get subscribed. Hit that bell. Ring my bell. Hit that bell. Also,
1: you you can tell some people because I'm sure even though we've announced it all week long, some people still don't know that we're only on the Max Wagers Network from this point forward. That's right. That's right. So don't be afraid to tell a friend.
0: No, you know they're out there. So make sure that you. Uh, Uh, Hit the bell, get notified every time we go live and put up brand new content. That's fun. A lot of great shows. Max Wagers Network, Noon, Midday Money, Sean Higgs, 1 o'clock, Allie Burns, Morning Wood, 2 o'clock, me and Chris, 3 o'clock, me and Scott, 4 o'clock. It is Sean Miller talking about uh, soccer, F1, all those uh, those European stuff kind of sports. Uh, He's doing that at 4, and then at 5 o'clock, it's Detroit Lenny. And the Earl brothers, the very depressed Earl brothers, right now uh, doing game time decision. East Carolina Scott not moving on.
1: Explain to me how Texas is favored to win the championship now.
0: Cannot, I cannot. Well, I mean, I know Oregon State's te- still technically cause, playing because so. Tennessee's out. I get it. Uh, Virginia Tech out. Playing
1: Notre Dame second round. Does mm, it go seeding or no? What's that? I'm assuming since Texas was the eight. And since Tennessee was the one, they're going to be playing Notre Dame in the next round, right? Uh, Or is it Scramble? I
0: don't know. I I don't know. I can't remember how they set that up. Um, I do know I'm kind of happy that East Carolina didn't win only because Nick wasn't going to come, or Tim wasn't going to come anyway. But I looked at tickets because I thought about going up there this weekend. You know what a a decent ticket is?
1: one fifty, Like two and a quarter. Okay. All right. I'm not sure. Unfortunately, New York doesn't have any – Teams that I know of, besides Long Island, who get absolutely buried in the, uh, they, they lost by like thirty runs in each game. But all I know is i Arkansas twenty five to one, and they're down to eight and a half. Yep. So cold. That's,
0: That's good. value. Hold! That's good value. We'll see
1: what happens. Uh, Andrew says
0: Stanford is still alive, and I believe it was Andrew that was on the Stanford the Stanford bus from the beginning, right? Andrew was extolling the. Well, they're, they're of not Stanford? officially advanced yet. I understand. He, and he said, Oregon State. He said they're still they're still clinging. they're still alive. Yeah. They're still alive. So
1: Arkansas just brooms out. North Carolina, nah, we're not scared. And they're still my pick. Gonna ride it.
0: Uh, Andrew says uh, Wheelie is gonna beat Carla.
1: Wiley's gonna kick Carla's ass. What
0: are they, what would Carla do to her? What What did she take her boyfriend? She,
1: she has the, she's, st- uh, she has the belt. Oh,
0: right oh, it's a UFC so thing. The way
1: Lee's gonna uh, take her head off. I don't know what the lines are gonna be. Uh, for that Whaley-Carla fight, I got to assume Whaley's going to be minus 400, yeah. something like that. It's very rare you have a challenger that's the overwhelming favorite over the champion, but Whaley's going to take her head off. Like, yep. I, I don't see a way around it.
0: Uh, Andrews says, nice Arkansas pick. Yeah, we talked about that. We talked about this Arkansas team as a perennial powerhouse. We th- We thought there was a ton. In fact, I think that was probably our favorite play.
1: It was. They had roughly the same odds as East Carolina. Yeah. But they were the number one team last year. Of of course, they lost in pieces, but they still had an overall solid team. And they were entering the actual weekend. They were what? Like the eighth best team in the country? The seventh best team or somewhere around there? Somewhere in that neighborhood, yeah. So you're going to give them to me a 25 to 1? Like, sure. You can argue revenge tour, whatever you want. But I do believe that Arkansas might not win the whole thing, but I knew they were good enough to get past North Carolina, and they were.
0: Do you think Izzy keeps his belt for July 2nd?
1: Uh, I really do like Cannoneer as a fighter because of the power, but I think Izzy's just too fast. It's one thing for Cannoneer, who was a much heavier weight to move down, and he managed to maintain the power. But the issue is I just think Izzy's going to be a little bit too fast. The main flaw in Izzy's game is going to be wrestling. And Cannoneer doesn't wrestle that much. So, if you want to talk about a stand-up fight, I think Izzy's going to throw more volume. So, I think it's going to be a decision. I think that Izzy's going to keep distance and try to avoid being in the way of the Cannoneer bombs that he's going to throw. But I think there is a reason why Izzy's about minus 350. I just think he'll keep distance. And if I was betting the fight, I would take Izzy by decision.
0: Fair enough. J.C. Stone said uh, East Carolina had that second game, one bad pitch, three run, Jack. Good night, Pirates. And he is exactly correct. That is that is 100% accurate as uh, East Carolina pretty much led that game the entire way until they didn't. So
1: It was uh, – yeah, well, that happened. And then you had game three, which was prolonged agony because you had a rain delay for about seven hours. Right, so the right. The world brothers were – Chilling there, knowing the season was over, but they had to delay the inevitable for about seven hours. That's, per- that's pretty rough.
0: Brutal indeed. So, uh...
1: For the record, I'm assuming you agree with me tonight that after the beatdown that Stanford put on UConn yesterday, Stanford probably doubles it up tonight.
0: I got to think, so. yeah. think so. I got to think so.
1: That's why I give Notre Dame a bunch of props. I love Tennessee in game two. I just figured the Tennessee, after losing game one, they also had some momentum. They were down game one by like eight runs. They cut it to three. So right. they got the bats going a little bit. I thought they were going to kill Notre Dame in game two. They did. And I thought that, you know, Tennessee would win game three too. And they did not. So props to Notre Dame and everything that happened there. But UConn held on in game one. They almost blew an 11-run lead, but they held on. And then Stanford kept the bats moving. I gotta assume Stanford wins tonight by three four runs. Yeah, you?
0: I, I'm looking at alternative runs run because even the UConn too.
1: win, all momentum went to Stanford because they almost punted an eleven run lead. So that's how I'm looking at it.
0: J.C. Stone says you tail the Arkansas bet also got AM and uh Mississippi.
1: all uh, Miss though dominated. Yeah, Southern Miss over the weekend. Yeah,
0: against a quote unquote better team there in Southern Miss. So
1: that um, was at home.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Hey, one more thing, Scott. We got a new code for our Caesars promo so make sure you stop by and check that out if you haven't done so already it is the good folks at Caesars offering you free bet insurance on your first bet up to 1100 bucks and you just have to put the code in CZR15 CZR15 you know the drill all the usual parameters apply must be available in your state you must be 21 to play except in Wyoming and New Hampshire where you got to be 18 First-time depositors, first-time bettors only. And, yeah, it is just what it sounds like. They'll make your first bet good up to 1100 bucks. If you lose it, it's no harm, no foul. So pick out a game where you've got a good feeling about it and load up take advantage of that promo. The code is in the description of today's video, along with the address that will take you right to it. So, Scott, a lot of things happened over the weekend. We've kind of alluded to a couple of them. But let's make it official, man. It's Monday. It is time. Let's break it down, everybody. We'll find out who were the winners. Who were the whiners? Let's find out right now on the Monday edition of Call the Cops. (coughs) Grooving out to the siren again, huh, Scott? Yep. Very good. Very good, buddy. All right, well, let's get it started as we are wont to do in the major leagues. This is from Saturday. It's the Reds, it. Red Sox uh, money line against yep, the Mariners. Scott was on it. They led 6-5, two outs, two strikes, bottom of the ninth. Uh, they just get the last strike and the game's over. It's cool. Oh, no. No, I'm sorry. This is on call the cops. RBI single, RBI single. That'll do, pig. They lose 7-6. to six. To the Mariners,
1: it was plus one fourteen as well, which was just rough. But end of the bat, Toro bloop single. I think Toro's batting like two ten this season, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. And looking at a play that I know my co-host had, mm-hmm. uh, if you had Glover Teixeira in the UFC main event on Saturday, plus one sixty-five, plus one sixty-five against Yuri Prohaska I believe decision was I want to say fourteen to one potentially. uh He led on two scorecards entering the final round. The other scorecard, it was a tie, and he was winning the fifth round, so he would have easily won the fight by decision. Only thing that cannot happen is him to get stopped. And Glover Teixeira, the second-degree black belt, got submitted by a guy with no jiu-jitsu pedigree whatsoever with a very impressive 28 seconds left. Rip up your Glover tickets.
0: Just fucking ridiculous. That was an
1: all-time great fight, though all-time fight.
0: very good fight i happened i was doing some other stuff i just made it back for a little bit of this the the co-feature and then uh got to see that fight and got a bet down on it i went wait a minute what now plus 165 that seems too good to be true and of course
1: <laughs> it kind of was too good to be true it should have been a pick That that was. was complete chaos
0: oh all right so because i know after, i texted you after round two and i said who won that round? And you're like, I have no idea. Okay, because
1: okay. it seemed like the rounds were similar where Yuri had like two mo- two minutes where he was doing really well. Right. And then the final 40 seconds of every round Glover was on top of him punching his head. And it's like, I, d- I don't know how to grade this. Yeah. But... I, don't,
0: I don't know. I don't know. You, you graded against the guy that got hit by a couple of right crosses or do you guys get the take with the takedown and you're beating the shit out of him? I don't Personally, know. Personally,
1: I had it two two going into round five, uh, One judge had a 10-8 in there for Glover, which I didn't see personally. But no, I didn't see any 10 Or a 10-8 for Yuri, I mean, which I didn't see. But either way, I thought Glover was going to win the fight because he was clearly winning round five. But I thought it was tied going into the fifth.
0: I thought a couple of rounds could have gone 10-8 if it weren't yeah. for the last two minutes. where just yeah. got him on the
1: ground. 10-8 means the other person showing no resistance at all. There was a lot right. of ebbs and flows. So I didn't see any 10-8s. Agreed.
0: All right, finally, Sunday. Nice recovery. I'm back. Let's get let's get it and uh, let's play a little Rangers-White Sox. Under eight and a half. Six runs the first nine innings. Oh, God. It's tied three to three. Well, you just need to, uh, can we just have a one-run walk off? Would that be possible? We got a man on second base. Let's just end it. Uh, no, Scott, can I interest you in eight more runs? The game landed 14. You, even, you don't even hardly remember how long it's been since you had that over eight and a half or under eight and a half. Doesn't matter. It's a loser. Call the cops.
1: Yeah, I feel like the whole summary of the weekend for the White Sox is Larusa getting absolutely embarrassed by the Rangers. Can mm-hmm. I say that? Is yep. that? It didn't help, though, that Kopech only threw 13 pitches. No, that, so... did, that did
0: not help at all. Um, well, I had him faded there, so it helped me.
1: I... I, well, I, I like the Rangers because yeah. I mean, the White Sox were laying a big price. I know John Gray isn't good, but... I mean, based on the White Sox form and all the chaos going on with La Russa, yep. I'm not laying that big of a price with the White Sox. Rangers
0: tried to give it away. Did their best. <laughs> they let the Ranger, they let the White Sox come back a couple times. Well, that was
1: funny, though, because the Rangers ended up uh, letting the White Sox come back. Then they led by three yep. in the 11th inning. Yep. They gave up three in the bottom of the 11th, and yep. they held on anyway to win the 12th. Yep, game.
0: absolutely. All right. So, yeah, big weekend for us. There was some good news out there, Scott. Maybe this is something that uh, some of our viewers were on the right side of. Those nice, easy wins, you can put it in your pocket early. Start clicking the buy button on your Amazon wish list because you, my friend, you're chilling like the villain in the rocking chair.
1: So the first one, if you had the Yankees, minus one and a half against the Cubs, they led eight to one after two innings, and it only got worse from there for the Cubs because they scored 18 runs and won 18 to four.
0: Not good, not uh, not good, Bob. If you had the Diamondbacks on the money line against the Phillies, Diamondbacks off to an early lead, three nothing after one run after one inning, and it didn't get much better for the Phillies. That Phillies bullpen when they're bad, they're really bad, Scott. And uh, Diamondbacks end up winning that one,
1: 13 to one. And the last one of you had the Red Sox Mariners under nine on Sunday. Two runs in the eighth inning and no runs in the other eight innings. Game ended two to nothing.
0: Yep. 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 There you go. All right. Well, we got to talk about this. We've alluded to it a little bit, but once again, we're going to make this official. Scott, we haven't done one of these in a while, but this one certainly deserves it. A lot of hype and a lot of uh, cockiness, arrogance from this team.
1: The dream team, right?
0: Mm-hmm. That's what they would tell you. Let's find out over the weekend. Some bad things happen, but we're not mad. We're just disappointed.
1: That's the, the double. Kind of do- it does deserve two, to be yep. honest.
0: that's the double. That's the double right there. So, Scott Tennessee Volunteers were the prohibitive favorite, not just in the uh, in their own regional, but the tournament as well. The World Series, number one seed for the majority of the season. Notre Dame coming to town. Warm weather team versus cold weather team. That doesn't usually go well. And Scott, the Golden Domers, or the Golden Cappers in this case, they uh, they jumped up and they give the Vols everything they wanted and a little bit more. See you later, volunteers. You're back to Rocky Top.
1: It's the equivalent of a one-seed losing in about the round of 32. Mm-hmm.
0: I'd call that a great analogy. I think that's exactly right.
1: So not ideal. Uh, tennessee should have boycotted the game since it was Sunday. So Notre Dame should have been in church.
0: <laughs> All right, that's an interesting. There we go. That's an interesting no, but, take. I but... mean,
1: tennessee Tennessee, there's really not much to say. I, I mean, you're that big of a favorite. I don't remember Notre Dame being a baseball powerhouse in no. my book. I don't, do Do you remember that? Because I don't. I didn't get the memo on that.
0: No, I don't. I don't recall them. Uh... A lot of trips to the College World Series is what I'm saying. So Yeah,
1: Notre Dame looked good, though, as a team, but it wasn't even just the fact that Tennessee struggled. Because, you know, you lose the opening game, stuff like that happens. But they also led in Game 3, and then the bullpen completely imploded. So Couldn't get it done. Yeah, really just an embarrassing performance. I believe entering the weekend, they were plus 130 to win the whole thing. Pretty sure. I
0: think that sounds right. Yeah, I think we were yeah. we, we were looking at so.
1: And you can just rip that up.
0: We thought that was a ridiculous price
1: for baseball.
0: Yeah, you're kidding me, like, right? Yeah. No, and we said it that at that's the, a crazy price. We said it at the time we didn't say they we didn't say they were going to lose the Notre Dame. However, we did say that was a terrible, terrible deal. To the ta- two
1: teams for value was Arkansas, who already advanced, and Oregon State, who might advance, might not advance. We'll see. But in especially baseball. It's not like college football where you can just bet on the favorites and you know they're going to be in it. Right. Like no, that doesn't happen. So sometimes Tennessee, it does. a lot of was times, being, yeah, Tennessee was being advertised as one of the best college baseball teams of all time, and based on the record and the talent and the Ben Joyce 104 mile power fastballs, you know you can have an argument, but the argument went out the window because they lost in Knoxville two times out of three.
0: See the problem with the college baseball? You got to have three good starters. Yeah, perfect. or at least two. You got to have you got, got to have two, two. You got to have two out of the three. They're going to get you wins, and you got to have a bullpen that's not going to puke on their shoes. And yeah, they weren't able to pull it off. So very disappointing. Tennessee Volunteers. We'll uh, we'll see you next season. So yeah, there was uh, something else that happened over the weekend, Scott. That what uh, this one wasn't particularly uh, good news, but it did.
1: It was also a terrible race.
0: It it was, but it it, it did awful. it did validate my race after. As I took this guy a week early, let's find out who it is. You guys might've seen this race. Clear those spit valves. Get ready to blow the trumpets, kids. Let's learn in the Monday edition of the gambling hero of the day. Solid, solid as a rock. Well, Scott. I believe it was St. Louis where I took Daniel Suarez. It was it was last week, right? Yeah, I believe that's so. That's what I thought. I took Daniel. I think Su- you
1: and Rye both took Suarez. Yep. Not, yep. Second.
0: Well, we had him a week early because he stepped up on the Sonoma Road Course, picked up his first Cup win ever, first win for a Mexican American driver, as he was plus twenty five hundo to win the race at Sonoma, and that's exactly what he did, Scott that was uh, overall i think our worst performance as a, as a team
1: once again it depends on how you grade it because the show and how we grade everything uh not good but i i more heavily weigh the matchups personally in my week to week handicap so suarez got uh, not suarez sorry sindra got there for me so it could have been worse but it wasn't a good race for us And really, for the fans, I'm happy for Suarez. You know, people love him. He seems to be a very likable guy. But he, it was an awful race. Like, really, really bad.
0: Now, what, and what does that mean to you? Or what do you mean? There was
1: no competition. I mean, you can look through the final 10 laps. Suarez was what? Five seconds up on second place? Yeah. Yeah. It was bad.
0: No, uh, no late caution. No green, white checker. Nothing. Nothing. None of that. Just no.
1: There was one crash late. I think it was, well, Almond, was it? Almond
0: Almondinger spun. He fixed but, it, but he kept it going. I think yeah. it
1: was I think it was Larson who lost a wheel, and they ended mm-hmm. up. But that was like fifteen laps left. So no, I mean on the road courses, you don't typically see that many cautions because it takes about three minutes to do a lap so you can get off the track by then. You know,
0: and that's the, the bad thing about Larson, you know, his, like, they get fined and his crew chief has to miss four races. Mm-hmm. Uh, to quote Kenny Rogers, you picked a fine time to leave me, loose wheel. Not good, yeah. not good, not good at all. We, and we've seen a few of those this season, so.
1: But right. I, I don't like the road courses. Sonoma's one of my least favorite tracks, personally. But props to Suarez, you yeah. know. I had a really funny moment there. Uh, Harvick was in second with, like, 50 laps to go. And I actually bet Harvick at like five to one. And then two laps later, he was in third place and I hit the cash out option. So I just voluntarily handed over $50. I looked over and I'm like, oh, there's no chance in hell he's winning just immediate cash. out, take the $50. Like, all right, whatever. I got out of Dodge.
0: All right. Very good. All right. Let's check in with the, uh, with the, with the uh, comment section here. Uh, McElroy. <laughs> gave me the puckery. Tried to, right as hard as to give it away to JT uh JP complete meltdown meltdown on 18 certainly was yep yep nice hit JC for sure what did he, what did he uh what did he hit back there did he miss it oh he hit Rory oh that's it okay
1: uh that was a pretty crazy Sunday uh you're looking at the actual scores McElroy shot a what did she do 62 or something. Yeah. Thomas shot somewhere in the low sixties. Justin Rose was like eleven under through fourteen holes. I'm like, what is happening?
0: Going nuts. Going nuts. And uh, meanwhile, would you call the uh, LIV tournament a success?
1: I haven't watched it, but if people can bet it, then I think it's been a success for us because us more stuff to talk about.
0: Have you shown the have you seen the meme with uh Intercut with Andrew Adams San, uh, Adam Sandler driving the ball yes, in and, and, and the uh hitting in the spectator. It's pretty funny.
1: The spectator though, all-time great dive. Yeah. Great dive.
0: Should be playing soccer.
1: But it's weird though cuz they do a team they did a team format and I'm like what well, what is this?
0: It's it's uh it's the new it's the newest thing, man.
1: I get it. It's just like you're trying to do a like a couple tournament, except you put like four people on a team. I I I'd, I'd rather just see one v one v one, you know, basic yeah. normal golf. But that's maybe that's just me.
0: Yeah, no, I'm you. You like to see the, the like the match play, the odd formats that they use every once in a while on the tour, a couple times a season.
1: Occasionally, but yeah. I'm also fine if you want to do it in pairs. But the key word is pairs. Like you only need two people on a team. You don't have to really stretch it out.
0: Okay, very good. Joe wants to know how the movie was. What movie did you see? Did you
1: I see? mean, I saw Top Gun like oh yeah, yeah. Ago,
0: I I watched that. I I watched uh, Top Gun at home. I watched that over the weekend.
1: The original or the new one? No, the new one. I, I'm assuming you agree with me. It was a good sequel. I think people yeah. around are a little bit hot, too high on it, but yes. it was solid.
0: It was fine. It was uh, yeah, if that's you, What I thought. If you liked the first Top Gun, you like the second Top Gun. It was it was uh, yeah interesting.
1: It's, they focused too much on. The woman who owned the bar. Once again, I I, I, I thought
0: I thought the relationship that was forced yeah, and had no business, just like the first one with Kelly McGillis. There's no reason for that to exist. I mean, you got the... Uh,
1: the first one didn't bother me because uh, at least they interacted. Like, they had some type of... No, that's of true. Whatever. This other one was just like, oh, yeah, he's been going to this bar for like 20 years and right. he had this thing with this woman. But we're not going to talk about it. We're just going to talk about what happens now. Yeah, it's it like, was. You can't half flush out a love story in a movie.
0: It was kind. Of, it was kind of weird. So I don't know, and again, yeah, I know whatever. a lot of people haven't seen it. I don't want to give too much away about the spoilers, but
1: I'm just saying that was one issue. The other one, are we sure it wasn't a Mission Impossible movie halfway through? <laughs> just saying, it had that feeling to it, didn't it?
0: Yeah, the uh, chances of success and and all that.
1: Let's try it again. All right, you guys are oh for thirty. Nailed it on the first try. Like, all right, like let let's see what happens there. Okay, sure. But it was a good movie. Yeah. I recommend seeing it. Yeah,
0: I agree. If you if you like a if you like a good summer popcorn uh, muncher, with some with a, a lot of good action scenes and even better uh, aerials and stuff, it's uh, pretty cool. Do you do you go to the air shows when they come? Like, have you ever been to one, Scott, and seen those things fly in person?
1: I cannot say that I have as
0: crazy shit. I highly, I highly recommend it. Uh, going to see if you get an air show, I'm sure they do them in New York. You get you got them close to you. Uh, definitely go see like the Thunderbirds or the uh, the Blue Angels or whatever. That's mm. it's fucking high quality shit. I highly By the way, it.
1: light underrated takeaway from the movie: not many great punishments for insubordination. Where they're uh where they were doing the actual practice and everything like that, right? Uh, a little yeah. bit of insubordination and not enough punishment. I think you
0: know? I think they uh they loosen the rules a little bit, apparently, when you fly. So just
1: saying, it, it seemed like you could kind of do whatever you want out there. But Ho- seventeen
0: seventy-seven says Hollywood doesn't make movies without a good love story. Well they did uh, they did in well, Top Gun.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say they the thing is they everyone tries to throw right. a relationship there. Right. But I feel like the one improvement Top Gun could have made was that the relationship was the bromance between Maverick and Goose. Yes. That was the only relationship people cared about. Like you you don't need a love interest when it's a bro movie, you know?
0: And the uh and you had the uh you know the antagonist there with with Val Kilmer and everything. Yeah. So.
1: And he had a nice cameo in the movie as well. Mm-hmm. But that's mm-hmm. the point. If you're gonna be making a movie which is like a guy's movie and how they all interact and whatever. You don't need the female love interest if it's about the relationship between the guys that are fighting, you know?
0: Uh, 1777 said, I watched Carlito's Way this weekend and fast forward through the love scenes. Nice. You won't miss a thing. Um, that's a, Have you ever seen Carlito's Way?
1: I have, but I, I like that approach, though, for future movies. Just skip all the love interest stuff and just go straight to the plot.
0: I don't like the I don't like the mushy stuff.
1: I kind of do that on occasion with uh, Netflix shows or whatever. Of course, you're going to have at least like two sex scenes per either episode or per two, like one per episode. Occasionally, you just skip that. Yep. And it's just like, all right, like I know why you put it in here, but I kind of want to go back to the drug dealing. You know, like the reason why I'm watching the show, I don't need the love interest stuff.
0: I have to, I have to address this. Uh, this is the worst news I've heard all day. Joan says I am sucked into the one hundred on Netflix. Joan I don't even I don't even know that one. Don't do it. Don't do it, Joan. My buddy and I got sucked in I think right like right as the pandemic started and we watched it together. I, I recommended it to him after like three episodes. Oh my god. Oh, we are so mad. We are. I don't even.
1: I don't even know what that is.
0: It's uh, a dystopian thing where Earth is uninhabitable, and they have to go live in space. And then they have to, they get, they go back to Earth, and it's uh, it's kids versus Sounds a little trip. Oh my god, dude! I'm so sorry, Joan. Yes, I totally understand it. You have to keep watching it. Hopefully, if you're not too far in, pull the ripcord. But uh, if you make it to hundred, let me know because there's a hundred episodes of the one hundred. So
1: yeah. Was yeah. I wrong though? Like when you were watching Breaking Bad, for example, did you really care about Walt's relationship to Skyler? Yeah. Did you I, really care?
0: I, yes, I really did. Um, really? Yes. Even
1: I, though she was just washing the money? Well, I it didn't was want to see him make meth. That's all I cared it about. It was interesting like, to, the action.
0: it was interesting to see her journey as well.
1: I get it, but she was smoking while she was pregnant in season two, and I'm just like, I don't care about you anymore. Okay. I, I just had enough. She I was just complaining all the time. Like, I don't know I if get you <clears throat> your complaints, but I, I'm in for the entertainment.
0: I don't know if you know this or not. Half a cigarette while you're pregnant, probably not going to kill you. Not going to. Yeah,
1: she you. might have been on a couple packs a day, but you know, whatever. <laughs> okay. Just saying, you know.
0: All right. Wasn't, I wasn't
1: a big fan of Skyward. Just throwing it out there.
0: Oh, Joan's on season five. It's too late. It's that's too way too late. Way too late. Way too late. They've already gone. They've come back. They've. Oh my God, Joan. Okay, well. Let me know when you're finished and let me know what you thought of it. So, uh, Would the 100 be better if you're stoned?
1: That's what I was basically wondering. Mm,
0: I Yeah, probably. It probably depends on the stone. Yeah, <laughs> very good. Uh, one uh, one gar- good scene in Carlito. Yeah, early Pacino is the Carlito's way. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. One of the lesser known Pacino movies directed by, I want to say, I want to say Brian De Palma. Is that right?
1: Yeah, it could be. Okay. It sounds like a good guess.
0: Very good. What do you got for tonight, bud? Anything?
1: I got a player prop on the NBA game. Uh, spoiler, it's the same player prop I had for game four. I got Kevon Looney over seven and a half rebounds okay. because I don't know why it's at seven and a half. The main adjustment we said goals they had to make was to play Looney more, and he played a series-high 28 minutes, and he had 11 rebounds.
0: Yeah, but they, didn't start, that, but they didn't start him.
1: No, they didn't start him. They tried Porter for three minutes <laughs> at the center spot, realized, wow, this is dumb. And they brought Looney in, and Looney was very good throughout the game. It's like Plus, when
0: Dallas was trotting out, uh, what's his fuck? That would start uh, that would start for Dallas. Oh, oh Powell. Powell, yeah. yeah. yeah and he played he play like eight minutes ago. Oh, yep, you still suck. And then you wouldn't see him for the rest of the game. It was a very yeah, si- pretty much, but similar thing. The way ah. that
1: I saw it was he had 11 rebounds and nine were in the first half. So he really slowed down after halftime, but that could be viewed either way. Because he could have more in the second half, but less in the first half and you still get there. But I don't know how it's seven and a half when he needs to play about thirty minutes because he's the only center Golden State has. Yes, absolutely correct. So,
0: yes, Joan, you've you've discovered the problem. You're absolutely correct.
1: Do you have any uh thoughts on the game tonight? I know that you have a play that you gave out yesterday. <laughs> I right?
0: did I took a play out of your book, buddy. I gave out. A, I gave out a play from a day in the from a day in the future, and I, I respect that. I did it by mistake. I'm not going to lie. I was. I could have just gone and said, it "Well, makes you know what? Sense.
1: You know, you assume there's only one day off. Of course, extra days off in there. It's, it's, it's Sunday. Annoying. It's Sunday. What are we doing? Come on. But yeah. all I know is I'm leading Golden State tonight. I'm leading to the under. I on the podcast I said it at about two twelve and a half. I think it's down to two ten and a half at this point. It
0: is. It is.
1: But I like the under. Chase said, said steam. Rebounds. Chase said steam. I'm going to uh, go with golden state because truth is they should have won both games at home. The first time around, they completely punted the fourth quarter in game one. Yep. I just wonder how many times Boston can absolutely punt a game. They kind of need to have and respond well. And at some point golden state at home is going to shoot a lot better. I'll take, so the, I'm assuming the home team wins every game from here on out
0: for this season. I'll take under three for how many times that can, how many more times that can happen to Boston. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, it scares me. I'm with you. You and I have kind of been at odds, and we've usually split it up on these games so far.
1: I was right in game four. I took a hero call, and it worked out.
0: I'm on the. Uh, I'm on the same play. I've got Golden State, and I've got the under. I think. I do think they're correlated. I think if uh, Boston wins this one, I think your total probably goes over. I think, uh, yeah, I agree. I think it could. It could, It's not as correlated on this side, but I. I do agree with you. But Golden State could win a shootout if it somehow turned into that. We haven't seen any indication that that's going to happen, but it could go high and Golden State would win. Uh, I like that better than if it goes low, Boston winning, put it that way.
1: I think the main issue I have with Boston right now, besides the stuff that everyone's talking about with Tatum's bad field goal percentage and everything like that, they had a couple of days off, but Robert Williams retweaked the knee that's been bothering him. Right. So I don't know if he can actually move. I'm assuming he's still going to play 20-plus minutes because – They kind of need him to. He's been the best defensive player. But if Williams is going to be even a step slow, then I have some serious problems because Williams has been so good, both protecting the rim and on the glass. And we can really just say besides game one, Horford's been basically useless. What has Horford done for the entire series besides game one?
0: Yeah, that's, that's really it. And it really just almost, that was just one good quarter really. So um, yeah, I don't, Tatum shooting well, Yeah, but that's not enough.
1: Oh, He's shooting about 33%, 34% from the floor. I believe right now he has the worst field goal percentage in NBA Finals history for players attempting 20-plus shots per game. Uh, It's the worst in the history of the NBA Finals.
0: Are you sure about that?
1: Yeah, saw that on Twitter the other day.
0: Oh, I'm just looking. Okay, I'm just looking postseason. He's shooting
1: about 34% from the floor. That's not
0: good. No, no, it's not. He's he's shot he's shot decently in the playoffs, not outstanding, but the uh, Golden State has been able to has been able to do a number on him now, um, and and a lot of that was driven off of uh the first game he shot seventeen percent. So yeah,
1: I, mean, I remember Billy was mentioning it. Tatum shooting about forty five percent from three. He's shooting twenty nine percent from two. Twenty nine percent. Maybe you should stop taking two pointers. Maybe, you know, change something up. He's the anti-Smart. Yeah, pretty much. Well, Smart's had two good yeah, games he, in a row, he which has. means he's in line to be terrible tonight.
0: Yep, very good. Um, go Longhorns. Where's Tim Earl? Uh, he's right. he's uh, in morning. Yeah, he, he probably is. Marlow says, <laughs> it's a must win for both teams. Now what do you do? It's a must win for both teams, Scott. What do you do? Well,
1: I'm assuming you'd agree it's a bigger game for Golden State because, of course, it's a lot easier to win an elimination game at home in Game 7 that's compared to on the road in Boston for Game 6.
0: Yeah, that's what they say. So. so We'll see. We'll see. 1777 really trying to make the case for Tatum in Boston.
1: I, well, the argument is if Tatum shoots even decently, Boston should probably be up 3-1 or 4-0 right now because <laughs> Tatum's been so bad – uh, actually, no, game two, he actually shot okay. So yeah. they need Tatum to not be awful in the fourth quarter of games. And Jalen Brown's been pretty good. The issue is Boston has decided late in games they will ride or die with Jay- with uh, Jason Tatum. And they tell Brown stand there in the corner. And they let Tatum dribble the ball for 18 seconds and take a crappy shot. Yep. So they need to change up their offensive execution late in the fourth quarter. I think Brown should get the ball more late in games. We'll see what happens, but for me, I'm leaning Golden State. I think the crowd's going to help out, but Golden State's been there before. They know the magnitude of the game, and at some point, I think Boston's going to stumble and not be able to get up. So
0: Bronco Devil brings up a great point. It's hard to beat a team four times.
1: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I some, four times in a row. Somebody's going.
0: Somebody's going to do it.
1: Isn't that how this whole thing started? It was uh, three times in a season, so that would imply that you're undefeated against that particular opponent.
0: Yeah, yeah, good point.
1: Remember, Billy, you can make the argument about Clay kind of similarly to the way you can make the argument about Tatum. If one of them shoots the ball efficiently, then their team's going to be in a much better spot. The issue is neither player's been efficient at all at any point in this game, so am I worried about Clay? Kind of, but I'm also worried about Tatum. So... I, I feel like if Clay has one of these big games, Game Five or Game Six, that might be all that Golden State needs to put them over the edge.
0: I agree. I um, Bronco Devils is Golden State Warriors tonight at home. I agree with that. Clay don't rebound or have assists.
1: That's true too. Yeah, I mean he's really a three point or nothing guy.
0: Yeah. But. Uh, are we just writing off Draymond at this point.
1: I can't say that I'm writing him off because offensively, he wasn't going to give you much scoring anyway. Okay. Seven and a half points tonight. I got to like the under there. He did play well when he came back in after getting benched in the fourth quarter. Right. So I will give him props because the final three minutes or so, he was actually pretty solid, but I'm assuming Draymond is going to put up his classic four points, seven assists, seven rebounds type game.
0: Leads the team in assists, by the way, 6.2. Wouldn't surprise me. 6.2 per game. So,
1: But if you want to talk about Golden State and what they need moving forward, they really need Looney and Wiggins and all these guys to crash the glass. Because the story of the series, who's ever won the rebounding battle has won the game.
0: Yep, absolutely right. Absolutely right. Uh, Bill McDonald, echoing your sentiment, 25% from two point. That's not good.
1: I thought it was 29, but either way, if it's below 30, that's a serious problem.
0: What do you think on the first half? I got got no opinion on it. Uh, You got to play on the first half. I think it's well, close. Golden
1: State. We I was gonna say Golden State. We know gets off to a bunch of slow starts, but you're hoping the crowd can maybe get them off to a decent start. The first quarters have been pretty high scoring in this series. I think it's actually gonna be more low scoring tonight. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna lean to the under in the first half and the full game. I just see a situation where you see an absolute slugfest tonight, where both teams are gonna try to kill each other. I like the under. I think you'll see a low-scoring game.
0: And you're pointing out the Celtics haven't lost two in a row in two and a half months. Do you care about that?
1: Well, both these teams have been very good off a loss. I know Golden State's undefeated off a loss this postseason, right? But Tampa was 17 and 0. They yep. lost to the Rangers in Game Two. You know, at some point, the streak is as good as it until the streak is amazing until it loses, right? I just don't know how many times Boston can live dangerously and rely on bounce-back games when they consistently punt games at home.
0: I would also I would also posit that games at the beginning of April have a, a little bit a different feel to them than games in the middle of March with just a maximum of three games left in your season.
1: Yeah, and I really want to monitor the knee of Robert Williams. I would have been all over the rebound props and everything like that for him, but when you tweak the knee that's been bothering you for a month, I kind of wonder how much of your presence is a full decoy.
0: So is there a little value in that first half number with two two ten and a half being the total? first half is one oh two and a half. It's kind of unusual in the NBA, isn't it, Scott?
1: It's very unusual, uh, especially with the high scoring first quarters. I think it's a little trappy. I'm gonna lean to the under.
0: Okay. All right, very good. Uh somebody asked early, early in the show about Arizona or about uh Kansas Kansas City and uh uh San Francisco tonight. Any thoughts there as Brady Singer goes for the Royals?
1: I have a choice between taking the the Giants and the Royals. Uh, blind called Giants, but if you actually want to break down on it, Alex Wood's been meh. Singer's been hit or miss. Kind of they're in the same boat. But the Royals are 8-18 eight and 18 away. Yep. So I don't know if I want to lay 145 with the Giants. I would probably look for a Giants team total over or a Giants run line. Because the Royals did not pitch too well against Baltimore,
0: they've been bleeding runs, buddy, bleeding so. runs. So, yeah, very good. First, first quarter and first half over says G Money.
1: Once again, I'm not gonna have a play on the first half or, or anything like that, but I'm leaning Golden State full game.
0: I'll play first quarter over. Will you give me 51?
1: Uh, yeah, it's 51, 51 and a half. Okay, yeah, I'll play that.
0: Uh, Bronco Devil says taking the points in the parlay with the Jays and the Braves. I'm okay with that. The fucking Toronto should win that one, but they should have won when I backed them on Saturday. So
1: they, they didn't win because you backed them on Saturday. What's that? They did not win because you backed them. That on is correct.
0: That, That's exactly the point I'm making. So yeah. Yeah. They had the advantage there too. We'll see. Uh, I don't, I don't hate it. Broncos says he's got the giants. Yeah. So, anyway.
1: I'm a big fan of Manoa. So you're going to get no arguments from me on Toronto.
0: Okay. All uh, right. Very good. All right, my friend. Well, we'll, uh, We'll get it rolling here, as we as we are wont to do.
1: Is that a sleeper candidate, by the way, for the for the Cy Young, Manoa?
0: Yeah, yeah. So far, I mean,
1: he's seven and one, one point eight one ERA. You know, Toronto didn't give him run support. I don't mind it. You Got a number. I on saw him? Cortez struggle a bit. Uh, I've seen let me numbers see numbers lately? What, I can get. All right, what do you what do you ask?
0: I said you got any? You don't see any? Uh...
1: I'm checking. I know the NL. I was a big fan of Alcantara of Alcantra Yeah, about two weeks ago, and since then, I still don't think he's given up a run. So I think he's down from eight to one to four to one or six to one right now. Right. Uh, let me let me see what I can get for ML for AL. But the point is, NL. You know who the front runners are. You're gonna have Burns. You're gonna have Alcantara, You're gonna have a couple of guys who you know should be there. There's really no one in the AL you're thrilled with. Like McClanahan's the favorite at plus three fifty because he's leading in strikeouts. Yeah, Verlander's at four to one. Manoa's at eight to one. Yeah, I think eight to one for a guy who's going to get you a decent amount of run support and for a guy who's been solid. I don't mind that value at eight to one. And
0: stop lamenting the fact you could have got him at thirty to one a month ago or whatever. You got to fucking. And
1: Alcantara, by the way, is the favorite right now at plus three fifty.
0: What do you call that when you put that in the pot, Scott? And money is what.
1: I, I don't know where you're going. Well, it's like
0: a, it's like a sunk cost. It's it's not. Oh, okay. You can't think of I, I already have this much money in the pot. That that money's gone. It's not yours anymore. It's in the pot. Yeah, James. So. I hate
1: to tell you, by the way, I did not get lucky on the UFC pick because I lost. So. Yep.
0: Very good. Go. All right, Scott. Well, let's get to it. There's only one thing left to do here on this beautiful Monday, and that is talk about the play that we like the very, very most. You guys, uh, you guys know what time it is. Time to put on those overalls, grab your straw hat, put them atop your head. Hopefully you'll look as good as Scott and I do in ours. Climb aboard your John Deere, get out those keys, put them in the ignition, and fire that bad boy up because, ladies and gentlemen, you know it, you love it. It is once again time to... Mm, at the farm.
1: Got to play the sound, man.
0: All right, Scott, there you go. There you have it. We Good. did have an afternoon, everybody. We did have a farm play on Friday. I believe the first from this realm. And uh,
1: how'd it go, Scott? So we had a WNBA play. Gave out the Liberty team total over 80 and a half. Clearly Steen's play. You know, I had nothing to do with it. But the Liberty scored 97 points. It was never in doubt.
0: Never out. doubt. Cue the banjos.
1: Yeehaw. Yeehaw.
0: All right, very good, my friend. A little uh, liberty, bibberty action for us, indeed. And we've got another
1: uh, play cooked up today, Scott. What do we got? So we're gonna go to baseball. We'll get a matchup between the Reds and the Dimebacks. We're gonna take the Dimebacks. Team total over four and a half at around minus one twenty-five. The Dimebacks have been great offensively recently. Arizona has scored at least five runs in five of its last six games. Cincinnati, we know the pitching is not good and it has been awful lately. The Reds have allowed at least five runs in five of their last six games. Plus, this will be the fifth meeting between these teams this season. Arizona in the first four, four meetings has scored at least five runs in three of them. So they have done well against Cincinnati's pitching staff. And Mike Miner is on the mound for Cincinnati. And he's been awful. Two starts this season, eight and one-third innings pitched, 8.64 ERA. We know the Cincinnati bullpen is also awful, so there's a couple ways for them to get over. But after scoring 13 runs yesterday, we think some of that offense carries over into Monday. Give us the Diamondbacks' team total over
0: 4.5. Very good. Yep, you uh, hit the main reason on the head for me. Mike Miner has been awful. This Cincinnati Reds' bullpen uh, has been not good as well. So, yeah, big big fan of this play. Arizona Diamondbacks' team total over 4.5, minus 120. That's going to do it for the farm kids. And that's going to do it for today's show. We do thank everybody for stopping by. Don't forget we're available in podcast form as well. There's a day where you can't watch the show. Maybe you didn't get, weren't able to catch it live. You're driving home. We're available to all your favorite podcast forms. Make sure you get over to your favorite podcast distributor and get subscribed, rate and review us, all that stuff. So as for today, I got one in the can guys, you guys, uh, have been fantastic, as always. Thanks for all the input. Thanks for all the great comments, and we appreciate the eyes. Don't forget to spread the word. Tell your friends. We're available on the Max Wagers Network only now going forward, so that's where you'll find us every day when we do this. We do our very best, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, to help you guys in that journey to head back to the window. Take care, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. <music>